Welcome to the Powerful Marketing Tips Podcast, created for overwhelmed business owners who want to build, run, and organize their marketing for good. And here's a brief overview of our guest. Please welcome Kim Shepard, owner of Shepard Marketing, founder of Marketing Masters, a global network of high-performing marketers around the world, and coach for the Powerful Marketer Program. With nearly 20 years of marketing experience and five years of running her own consultancy, Kim is familiar with various industries, including healthcare, finance, professional services, IT, restaurants, insurance, e-commerce, and construction. Being in charge of different companies' marketing activities means that typically there are several ongoing projects happening at the same time. (laughs) Can you relate to that? Well, how do you make it all work without lowering the work quality or sacrificing your personal time? Listen up for that. As a business owners, we are all juggling with so many important duties, and it can be a great source of stress and anxiety. As we at Powerful Marketers teach and preach, you just have to work smarter, not harder especially in your marketing, since there is so much to do, even too much. So today we will talk with someone who has come through our process. And uh, now she's helping others to organize marketing activities with the right supportive systems in place. Welcome, Kim, to our podcast. Thank you, Marlies. It's good to see you. So for those who haven't heard about you, please briefly share what do you do? So I work with um, business owners um, of small and mid-sized businesses um, on their marketing strategy and all the execution. We have a team that is global with multiple talents to get all of these things done. And we do everything from helping to name a business to, you know, purchasing the domain, doing the website and the branding, and then maintaining their marketing plan, um, collaborating with business owners on what their goals are and um, helping them reach those goals through marketing and letting them focus on their business. That's great. So there are many things we could talk about today, but let's focus on, let's call it stress-free marketing, meaning how to manage those multiple projects because you have so many projects at once on the table, right? So let's, let's first start with why do we need to like manage our projects or what are the benefits here? Could you please share a little bit? Sure. Um, Well, I believe not just because of the powerful marketers program, but I believe in planning rather than being reactive in your business. So if you can plan ahead for what you want to do at that time of year, during that month, um, you know, what your goals are and, and strategically working to reach those goals and relook at the analytics of all of your efforts, you will have much better results than being reactive and just trying things for the sake of trying things in terms of marketing. Mm-hmm. So um, starting with your, your goals and your budget and then working backwards from there is always much more effective than, um, you know, sort of doing what you think you should be doing or what somebody has given you an idea of, um, and then having that be a waste of time and money. So, you know, talking to somebody that has been there and done it again and again and again, 
is always a much better strategy. I agree. But could you share, you know, how to come out of this, um, this place where you are like a hamster in a wheel, you know, we all, we all have had those days, right? Where we, we feel like we're going crazy. You know, there's so much to do and all the information is in your head and you can't really delegate because, you know, others don't know how to do that. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so I literally, um, put together a Trello board. So I have Trello boards for clients that is a project management system. Um, and it got to the point where I had multiple designers and other vendors, web designers, um, doing multiple projects. And some of them were working on the same client. Some of them were working on different clients and different projects. So what I've done is put together a Trello, a Trello board for here are all the people that I'm working with, all of my partners. Here's their skill set and what they do. And then here are their projects that they're working on. So at a glance, I can see who's doing what, um, and I can follow up that way. And we have deadlines. We put things on the calendar. Um, and inevitably, every day, things will come up, new needs from existing customers. And then, you know, we've got people coming in to want to start working with us. And then how do we manage all of this? So, you know, sticking to your calendar 90% of the time is going to be a lot more effective because you can actually, when you put things on your calendar, you can actually see how busy you are rather than just taking on tasks and having a list of things to do when one of those things could take 10 minutes and another thing can take two hours. So putting mm -hmm. it on the calendar, making sure you have extra time um, and then not overscheduling yourself for calls in that same week. So unless it's absolutely necessary, I will only schedule, you know, new calls for the following week. So I can take a look and see what's going on, who's working on what, what clients need, what goes on the calendar. And I can kind of see what my pipeline is like, and that will help me keep me calm and not reactive to you know, mm -hmm. something that comes in suddenly and is, is an emergency, which in marketing, there really should be no emergencies. Everything I believe can be mm -hmm. planned. The only real emergencies that I see or have seen is a website going down. And mm -hmm. I have not experienced that with any websites that I have built. It's usually in a different platform um, where that has happened. So um, I think barring that, I think most things can be planned. And if you plan it correctly, you should be fine. I agree. And um, what I hear mostly is that I don't have time to plan. I am so busy. No, no, you don't understand. You know, I'm, I'm the busiest man on the earth and you, you just don't get it. So what's your, what's your answer here? So that's a challenge for a lot of clients um, who are business owners because they're, they're also wearing a lot of hats. And um, the Parallel for Marketers program, I keep referencing because it really can help any business owner as well, because as a business owner, you have to think about marketing yourself and not just you know hire that out 100% because you need to be involved. Um, I think it comes down to really being aware of the, the reason why you're doing your business and knowing what you're good at and what you're not good at. And focusing on the things that you're 
not good at really like putting the time aside to figure out who can do this for me so I can focus on the aspects of my business that I want to do, the reasons that I got into my business. Um, I think that's really important. So if you can really set aside time to organize that, you will start taking massive projects off your plate and then that will free you up and then you won't be busy. In my mind, busy is not necessarily a good thing. Are you busy or are you productive? And Mm -hmm. you can be busy, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean it's moving your business forward. It doesn't mean that you're being Mm -hmm. innovative. It doesn't mean that you're getting more time to do the things that you want to do in your spare time. Um, It can really work against you if you're just thinking, you know, I'm busy. This is good. This is, you know, this is what I want. I want to be busy. Busy is good. Busy means revenue and business growth, but growing blindly isn't really going to help. So figuring out what you actually want to do and then outsourcing the rest so you can organize your life and your time and your business and start reaching those goals, I think is, is the best Mm -hmm. thing that you can do. That's for sure. So give us some more productivity tips because, uh, because you already mentioned calendar, right? You mentioned the good planning here, but what else would you, would you add here? Because, uh, okay, I have my calendar now out there. I, I do my planning, let's say, on the project management tool like Trello you mentioned. There are many of them, monday.com and others are, are out there. But, um, but what, what, what comes next? I mean, how do you uh, follow up with people? Do you do this only over the project management tool or do you use some other platforms, let's say Messenger or phone or emails? Or, because those can also take a lot of time. Right. That's true. Um, obviously with the advent of the pandemic and everybody learning how to use zoom and other meeting tools, we have eliminated the commuting part. Um, it's no longer necessary to meet people in person. It's nice and it's, it's good and important when you have local clients and local customers, um, to do that occasionally, but we no longer need to be productive um, in that way, that doesn't make us more productive, um, meeting in person. So we have given ourselves back a couple of hours a day already. We all only have 24 hours. You need to sleep, you need, you know, to work and you need to play or get other things done and enjoy your life. So, um, I think part of being productive is also when you are working with partners or vendors, Being productive is not just, oh, I'm just going to outsource this and outsource that, but making sure that that person is also efficient and the right person to be doing these jobs. Because if you have to correct things that someone else has done, that is not being productive. That is not being efficient. That is having to redo something because you chose the wrong person or you didn't explain the the project or the task in in a good way that they can understand it and get it done for you. Um, and I have run into that. So sometimes you, we, we assume knowledge, we assume people have the knowledge or we assume that people want things to do, um, them the way that we would do them, but they're, they are somebody else. They are, you cannot duplicate yourself. So the best thing you can do is communicate on the front end. So you're not cleaning things up on the back end, no matter what your business is. Mm-hmm. And I would say that assuming is, um, the mother of all the 
bad things. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we all know yes. that we wish that everything would just work out. You know, people inside the company would think along or even outside, right? We, we hope them to do this high quality work and um, we expect them to be productive, responsible and, you know, work towards achieving the, the goal or, you know, helping this project to succeed, right? So it, it is hard because too often we feel like we are like babysitters, you know, looking after every little thing. How can I lead others so that I wouldn't need to be a babysitter? Obviously, letting people know that you trust them and you trust that they know what they're doing, but also asking them realistically how long they think something will take. Not how many hours necessarily, but how many days so you can get back to the client and manage expectations. Managing expectations poorly will get you in trouble every single time. So I think guiding them, taking the time for your the people that are working for you and doing these projects for you, taking the time to listen to what their challenges are and being available, being a leader rather than just a manager is really important um, because I think long-term mm-hmm. you'll get more out of these people. You'll get higher quality work. You'll get a quicker response. You'll get loyalty as well because you're not just delegating something and saying, you know, I just need you to get this done. Um, that's kind of how corporate works sometimes. And mm-hmm. that's kind mm-hmm. of why... You know, when you're managing your own marketing business, you are, you how you answer to a lot of people. You are not just answering to your clients, but you are answering to your vendors because without you, they can't get things done that they need to do. So communication is, is key on both sides. You know, you're in the middle between the client and the vendor. So you're, you know, managing a lot of things. You're managing emotions as well. You know, you're, everybody makes a decision based on an emotion. And, mm-hmm. um, I just think it, it's important to, to really understand the dynamics of everything that's going on and then move on to the next thing, but it's difficult. And, uh, and I think having a project management system where you can put things into it, you know, get off of a call, no matter who you're talking to, get off the call, make the notes, you know, make it a, an official task, put it in there, put it on your calendar and then you can move on knowing that nothing's going to fall through the cracks. Um, and it's, it's not easy, but I think if you start doing that and you start changing little behaviors to be able to, to manage those things, then when you do close your computer for the day, you can go and enjoy your life, not mm-hmm. thinking, you know, or worrying that something is going to not get done. Mm-hmm. When I'm thinking of those, you know, great leadership uh, in coaches out there, let's say, you know, the John Maxwell wrote the, his five levels of leadership. And I recently uh, read the book by Nick Cramp, with who I did the podcast episode as well. Uh, his book is Better Before Bigger, right? And they all t- say that you should spend 80% of your time, you know, for delegating and 20% should go for, for a, stra- a strategy, Right. Because you need to take some time to plan and to think how to grow your business. So what you are talking right now really relates to, to those um, uh, theories, let's say. 
Right. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Also, um, I'm reading right now Company of One by Paul mm-hmm. Jarvis. And that was recommended to me by two other marketers. Um, and it relates very well to what I do because I am a company of one, but I have mm-hmm. a team and they all work for themselves. Um, but it also applies to any business owner because whoever you are, even in a big corporation, you're a company of one because you still have decisions. You still make choices about your career trajectory um, and projects that you take on. Um, but the book is so far, it's about, um, how to do things smarter and how to do things better, you know, growing for Mm -hmm. the sake of growing Mm -hmm. because you want more money, um, doesn't necessarily give you the, the life benefits that you, you may be after. So Mm -hmm. yes, I might, you know, double the amount of clients that I have this year, but then I'm also doubling the amount of communication, um, you know, doubling the amount of contractors that I'm working with. Um, you get to the point of diminishing returns. Are you going to, where are you going to get these extra hours? Are you going to take it out of your sleep? Are you going to take it out of your family time? Cause when you say yes to one thing, you are always saying no to something else. You have choices every minute of every day. So how can we grow without necessarily having more, more clients, more money, more, you know, all of this charging more money, etc.? you can do a better job with your current clients and the, the better job you do, the more you're going to end up doing with them. You don't necessarily have to add another client for a certain amount or a certain retainer, mm-hmm. you know, things like that, mm-hmm. because you don't want it to become about that. You want to still, you, that's not why you got into your business. Um, so staying true to who you are, but just doing it better. Like you said, you know, with Nick and, you know, better, not bigger. Um, it's a similar mindset. Um, and it's one that I agree with because, um, if you become overwhelmed, then everything starts falling through the cracks. If you become overwhelmed, you can't deliver the quality Mm -hmm. that people come to you for. So I hope that let's not be, let's not be busy with being busy. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Let's let's do some, let's do some things today that will create more freedom for us tomorrow. That's, that should be the goal. But tell me about this uh, project management system um, because it, it also requires time, you know, to, to delegate through this uh, uh, system. How much time it requires from you, let's say, on a weekly basis? I don't know. I haven't added it up. That's a very good question. Um <laughs> I don't think it takes very long. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it takes very long. I mean, Mm -hmm. you can type as fast as you think, you know, a lot of, well, not everybody can, but you know, you have a thought, write it down, put it down, put it in the system Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then, you know, move on and always leave time after a call to get things done that you say you're going to do on the call. Um, Even Mm -hmm. if it's not doing them right then and there, but scheduling them, putting them on, the calendar, putting them in the system, um, making time for it rather than just, you know, also promising like, Oh, I can get this done today. Well, maybe you can't get it done today. Take some time to think about when you can get it done. No one's asking you to do it right this second. I, I mean, maybe sometimes they are, but then the answer can be no. <laughs> the answer can be, I will have time tomorrow at two thirty to work on this, you know? 
mm-hmm. um, and I will get you an update by the end of the week. Give yourself extra time, you know, set expectations. Um, but, you know, having the systems in place will save you time more than um, take more time away. Um, you don't need mm-hmm. 20 different platforms. You know, if you have one or two things that you're using on a consistent basis, that can be, that can be a lifesaver. So I don't think it takes a lot of time to do it. I mean, when I created the Trello board for all of my vendors, I put it on my calendar thinking it would take an hour and it only took me a half hour. And now it's there and now I can just drag and drop, you know, now it's like, Oh, this is mm-hmm. here. This is what they do. You know, had a conversation with a vendor yesterday. Um, they're changing their business model and what they're doing. So I just went and, and updated, you know, what, what her capabilities are and what her capacity is for certain projects. And that's fine. So if she's not doing those things, I can move to someone else who that is their passion because I'm going to get a better result from that. And then the other types of projects that person will do better at because that's what they want to do. So mm-hmm. I encourage everyone to, to do what their passion is, but we all still need to deliver. We have deliverables, we have deadlines, we have clients. So, you know, make, make it official, you know, make these tasks official. Um, and then, you know, it's not something that you keep moving, you know, in terms of, you know, from this week to the following week to the following week, this is important. I put it on my calendar for a reason needs to get done. Mm-hmm. So you, you use Trello, I get that, but do you know any other great platforms out there that, um, that you have heard of, you know, project management yes. tools? So- tools? Slack is very good for communication and um, keeping track of certain conversation streams about certain projects. Mm -hmm. Um, You can also add attachments to it. Um, Mm -hmm. For example, I have a designer who works in Bangladesh and the time difference is 12 hours from where I am. And (laughs) it's a great tool because I can see if he's on there and then I can have more of a conversation um, more of a back and forth. If he is not on there, he's probably sleeping. So I just give more details or he asks me to use loom.com. We just mm-hmm. record a video and I can just show him exactly what I am asking him to do visually. And that sometimes even eliminates a zoom meeting. Um, mm-hmm. I think he and I have only ever had one zoom meeting. We get a lot of things done through video and through Slack efficiently and quickly. Um, and, Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a great tool. It depends on how you use it. Everybody can use it differently and you can have multiple conversations going on, even with the same person about different projects, you know, different threads. Um, Mm -hmm. and sometimes that eliminates confusing long email trails. So, you know, that, Mm -hmm. that can Mm -hmm. also be very effective. So, and I know that there are other tools out there, um, you know, for keeping track of time and keeping track of other projects and things like that. But these are the ones that work for me. So as you mentioned, as you mentioned Loom, it reminded me that there is also loomly.com, which is uh, also all about, you know, how to manage your projects. And I also mentioned there is monday.com, I know, and um, I'm also using Toggleblind myself. So there are certainly many of those, and we will put those links on the episode show notes so people can, you know, check it out themselves. But could you share how much time do you think it takes, you know, from complete overwhelmed, like a circle to 
being uh, being very well like managed and uh, and uh, not too reactive on a daily basis because i know you have also you know gone through this journey as as we all yes absolutely um the amount of time it takes i mean for me it's a journey and i'm always getting better at it um but i think when you are overwhelmed there's a Buddhist saying that when you don't know what to do, do nothing. So for me, I use that when I'm overwhelmed, I take a step back and mm -hmm. it's better to take a step back, go for a walk, figure out how I can turn things off so I can figure out better processes. What are my challenges? What do I need to do? Let me turn my email off for an hour, figure out a better way of doing this and getting things, you know, set up so that, okay, this has just come in. I put it here. This has just come in. I put it there. And then, you know, I look at my calendar and I get the things done and I follow my calendar, you know, to get things, um, completed in a, in a time that everyone is happy with and it doesn't, um, mm -hmm. disappoint anyone. So the journey, you know, could be a short one or it could be a long one. I think it depends on how much you have going on, but I think no matter who you are, it's, it's a good idea to, to take that break, to put those systems in place, to test them out, to see if they work. Even if you just test them out with one client, um, you know, like a Trello board, I don't use Trello for all of my clients. I use it for a couple of clients that like Trello. Um, and that seems to work out that has cut out meetings because everyone can be in on the Trello board and know what's going on and who's doing what, what's been completed without a million different emails going back and forth and scheduling a meeting that is going to take time away from everyone's day. Um, so, you know, I hope, I hope that helps. Um, all I can say really is that it doesn't take as long as you think it does. And it will save you a lot of time in the end. So mm -hmm. I think that's with a lot of things that people put off. If you just do it, do the hard things first, it will make your life a lot easier later on. I didn't know that saying you were mentioning that if you don't know what to do, then do nothing. But I love it. You know, I use the hurry slowly slogan, you know, that you should, um, you should take it slow, uh, first, but, but that's very good, Kimberly. So if you were to, you know, wrap it up right now for our listeners who are, you know, all over the place, they feel like, oh my God, I'm like a hamster in a wheel, but I need to start, you know, with, uh, managing um, my workflows, but it, it may seem like a lot of, lot of work. So what would you say to them? I would say the things that you need to do are not as hard as you think they are, and they don't take as long as you think they take. And when you think about the benefits, hopefully it will motivate you to block off a day and really get things straight on what you want to accomplish, do the research on how you can get those things accomplished, how you can reorganize, and then slowly start putting things into those buckets. And, um, it will revolutionize your life. You will not have all this residual stress and residual thoughts that, Oh, I forgot to do this. Or, Oh, I forgot to do that. It's kind of like, I'm going to coin this phrase right now, but it's toothbrush syndrome. When you're traveling, you pack everything and then you forget your toothbrush. So at every point, just go, okay, toothbrush, what, what am I forgetting? Let me put, write that down. Let me put it on my calendar. Let's get this done. Um, you don't want to forget your toothbrush. 
So, <laughs> um, <laughs> really great, take the time. Really. I mean, that's all I can say really is take the time get organized, mm-hmm. get the people in place to help you get these things done. Even if you need someone to come and hold your hand while you're setting up these processes, that, that can be helpful too. just sit here and, and mm-hmm. brainstorm with someone that you trust who knows your business and knows you, um, and, and let them help you get, get organized so that you can be more productive and not so busy. Mm-hmm. You're such an inspiration, Gimberly. So tell me where should people go if they want to connect with you? Best way is just shepherdmarketing.com. It's S H E P H E A R D. So unique spelling shepherdmarketing.com. You can reach me. All my contact information is there. That's perfect. Before we go, Kimberly, please comment on the song and the quote you have shared with us. Okay. I will, I'll start with a quote. Um, it's by Winston Churchill. Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that, that counts. Um, obviously that's, that's what he did. And, mm-hmm. um, it kind of goes along with the powerful marketers, you know, ethos of progress versus perfection. If you're striving for mm-hmm. perfection, you'll never get it done. You do a little bit toward progress every day. Keep going, you fall down, get up, keep going. You know, um, failures are not a bad thing. They teach you. So if you haven't gotten something right, figure out why do it better next time. You know, it's a growth Mm -hmm. mindset. So that's why I like that quote. Um, and success is not final that, you know, just because you've, you've made it don't rest on those laurels. You know, if you've accomplished certain goals, there are new goals that you can achieve and, you know, you can keep your success going by continuing on, you know, that there is no, Mm -hmm. there's no destination. (laughs) It's always a journey. Um, so that's what that is. And then the song, you know, that motivates me and gets me going. Um, usually I listen to it in my car because that's what I'm thinking, you know, going from place to place, thinking about what, what I need to do, how I want to do it. You know, what I want my future to look like, um, is lose yourself by Eminem. (laughs) It's a little surprising to some people that I listen to Eminem, but it is definitely, you know, my generation's pump up song. You know, a lot Mm -hmm. of people like the theme song to Rocky, you know, that gets them going. Um, but yeah, it's very popular among people our age and, uh, I didn't know it was going to be in the Super Bowl, So there he was Eminem singing that song. (laughs) So, um, it just, uh, yeah, music motivates you. So if you're stuck, take a break or put on music that motivates you. Um, so yeah, those, those two things, Winston Churchill and Eminem, very different people, very similar message. (laughs) Very inspiring both. So thank you so much, Kimberly, for sharing. That's, that's amazing. And, uh, and you're right. Music is motiv- motivating us a lot. So that's why we are gathering, you know, this Spotify list and it's out there. And uh, it is amazing because we have Eminem there. We have um, Frozen. We have Metallica. We have all, all kind of uh, music there. So it's it's a great, great mix of uh, inspiring songs. And uh, your your Eminem will, uh, will go there as well. Awesome. Sounds good. Always a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for having me. 
That's all we've got for this episode of the Powerful Marketing Tips podcast. Make sure to link up with us at our free monthly international mastermind event. Just go to powerful-marketers.com forward slash mastermind for registration. And one thing that would really help us and other new potential listeners is if you would rate this show and leave a comment wherever you tune in to listen. Until next time, take care.